It's a new year and it's the year to take your organization and your career to new levels of impact. I'm Katie Appled. I'm the leader of Nonprofit Hub and your host for the Good to Growth podcast. I'm glad that you're taking time out of your busy schedule to join me as I talk to nonprofit leaders and influencers from around the world, people who know how to move your mission from good to growth. Today's podcast is sponsored by Feather. Feather's digital marketing tools help promote your organization all day, every day. Use Feather to build awareness, fundraise, promote events, and more with powerful campaigns that work. Learn more at feather.co. That's feather, F-E-A-T-H-R dot co. In the nonprofit sector, we have dobs of acronyms. LOI, DAF, you, you name it. There's basically an acronym for everything. But there's one that I think not enough of us are familiar with, and that is SDG, a Sustainable Development Goal. These are a set of goals put out by the United Nations for accomplishment by the year 2030, which sounds far away, but actually we're inside a decade, folks. And today I'm talking to Kim Fuller of the agency Phil, and her organization has taken a unique approach to work with nonprofits of all sizes, all scopes, all missions, to figure out a way that they can align their purpose and their impact with the sustainable development goals of our world. At one point, she refers to this as the world's to-do list, and it kind of is, and it's a beautiful mission, something that I think will benefit every nonprofit as they think about how to explain their impact to donors and help them to catch a bigger vision. Let's get started. Kim Fuller, it is so good to talk to you today. I've been looking forward to this one because it's kind of a unique topic and a, a fresh topic, I guess, for the nonprofit sector, something they need to be thinking about. But before we dig into everything, tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about Phil and your background. Yeah. Hi. Thanks for having me, Katie. Um, I run a company called Phil, and we specialize in helping not-for-profits and socially missioned businesses help them do more good in the world. And so we do that through helping them with their strategies, their fundraising, marketing, communications, anything that helps them achieve their mission um, and, and do it better. So we've been in the space now for 22 years and loving every minute of it and just rolling with all the you know, changes that happen in the sector and, and the evolution of the sector has just been really exciting. You don't look old enough to have been doing this for 22 years. Thank you. <laughs> so I have to ask, do you ever get fun with the name? Like I'm with Phil or. <laughs> right. So we chose the name uh, because in ancient Greek, the Phil means love. Oh. And there was no better way for me to express uh, how much I love the work that I do and the sector for which I, you know, I do the work. It just was a really good fit. And, um, you know, we help a lot of our organizations with their fundraising campaigns and their and their fundraising efforts. And so philanthropy um, is the love of humanity. So coming up with the name for the company, Phil, was just a natural fit. I love that. That that's beautiful and and clever. So we're gonna talk quite a bit today about SDGs. So talk to me about how Phil works with these goals and what they are, what they mean for the nonprofit sector. So as a certified B Corp and 
for those who don't know what a certified B Corp is, go online, check it out. Um, we want to be able to deliver on our promise of using business as a force for good. And we do this by ensuring what we measure and um, increasing and communicating our collective impact is, is really important to us. And so the goals became really a focus for us in the past few years so that we can um, some of it, some people refer to it as the world's to-do list. <laughs> and um, what we've recognized is that when we come together as a community and as, as a global community to work again towards these goals, we're really going to be able to make some traction and make a difference. And so um, it's a, a shared language now that we have with funders, governments, academic institutions, private sector, nonprofits from around the world. Um, and it's a really exciting time to be helping other organizations uh, di discover how they can use the SDGs to further their mission. I love that. Sustainable development goals. Okay, so these are pretty comprehensive. In fact, they're global. Um, a lot of the nonprofits that we work with are are small. Um, they work in tight knit communities. They work in insular communities. How how do they take the sustainable development goal framework and um, use it for what they're doing? How how does it relate? So anybody who just goes onto the United Nations website and starts surfing, it can be really, really daunting. Um, the goals are huge. They're so broad. Many don't even know how they can apply it to their organization. And what most people don't know is that there's several frameworks and there's several tools that allow um, for-profits and non-profits to help them identify plan, manage, report on, on impact, right? And so um, what we developed at Phil a couple of years ago is a service that helps nonprofits measure what matters. And we do it through easy workshops and um, get them to develop a deeper understanding for each of the SDGs they should focus on, why they should focus there, and how they can actually live it in their day-to-day -day work and, and then communicate back on it, right? Um, and so what we often recommend is, you know, you know, there's 17 goals. Don't try to tackle all of them <laughs> at once. You know, really pick, even just picking one and doing it really well and trying to move that needle, that's a great start. Um, and in our own company, we identified a number of SDGs that we can work towards through our clients' work because we work a lot with organizations in health and education and, and community work. And then there's goals that we've set as a company where the choices we make as a business, we can also impact the goals. So you can tackle it from a lot of different directions. And can you imagine if every nonprofit found alignment with even just one talk about global impact that would that would be crazy in a, in the best of ways yep. so we talk a ton about donor centric fundraising in the sector in part um, because humans in general like to see they like to see themselves in what they're supporting. They like to see themselves in their philanthropy. Yeah. Does this SDG framework, does the sustainable development goals framework, does it complement that or does it kind of challenge and rub up against it? I, I see perfect alignment um, because the best thing about aligning with the SDGs is that many of the funders, donors, funders already understand 
and are focusing on the SDGs themselves. So what we're seeing in the charities who do the uh, SDG work with us is that they develop like a really powerful vocabulary to talk about their work at a different level than ever before. And they really start talking the same language as the funders. And so when you get the grantor and the grantee on the same page, that's where the magic happens. And that's where we'll really start seeing progress as we all pull towards the same goals. Um, and that's that's what I've seen like as the most immediate um, reaction to the organizations who are learning uh, more about the SDGs and actually putting them into action. Yeah, that I mean, that makes sense. That really does, especially at the foundation level where you have giving institutions that are thinking broader than one community, one specific niche need. Um, that's compelling. It really is. So there's a lot of data on the um, the website, the United Nations website, and that's awesome. Love data. And it's important, but we kind of coach that storytelling is more important. People, people give because their heart is pulled, not because a number shocks them, usually. Um, so we're always looking for stories of transformational change. How do organizations narrate their impact in a way that's relatable and compelling when talking about these kind of massive goals? I mean, if you've mm. fed 200 people in a year, I mean, that's profound work, but compared to billions who are, you know, our millions that are hungry, it can feel small. How do we yeah. work around that? Yeah, well, I mean, it's important to have a healthy mix of both, right? You want to always lead with the heart and then follow with the rest. Um, no one will ever even listen to you if if you sound if the, if you're talking about your work in a in a complex and overly data driven way. The last thing you want to do for a donor or anyone is make them feel stupid <laughs> right off the bat overwhelmed right? yeah um, and overwhelmed right and so and and tend to shy away from things when we feel less knowledgeable about them right and so if you go into this big you know um data driven conversation about how important the sdgs are and how 2030 is going to be here before we know it and so on people are going to get a little flustered by that and and will probably kind of tune out. So starting with storytelling is a way to capture the audience. And then you've got to back up your stories with numbers that back up the work that you're doing at the impact that you actually have. So a really healthy mix of both is important. And um, we've seen a number of really small clients find ways to tap into what is a really academic kind of sounding language when you go onto the UN site and you read about the SDGs, it's it's very scientific and, and academic and it doesn't, you know, it doesn't pull on the heartstrings. It has a governmental tone. It really it does. does. <laughs> it really does. And they're trying to make it so universal that you just kind of really know how, you know, you could make such an uh, a, 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 an impact on, on such huge global issues, right? Um, and so through the work that we're doing, we're really breaking it down and if you remember back, way back when we had to make recycling a thing, right? When we had to educate people on recycling, we there was that um, slogan of act local or uh, yeah, think globally, act locally. Oh, I remember right? that. Yeah. And, and so I tend to bring people back to that narrative because 
it is the same type of work that we're doing here. We are thinking globally, but we are acting locally, you know, and for the average nonprofit who works in their small neighborhood and runs a soup kitchen or, or helps people in need um, or rescues, you know, uh, animals or whatnot, like they might not see themselves in the global picture, but you can really boil those things down. And like I said, there's a number of frameworks that have been developed specifically for nonprofits. And when you use the right tools and you have the right guidance, um, you can really get a lot of clarity on, oh, that's how we can use the SDGs to, you know, to, to make a difference and, and to support our mission. Hi, this is Kevin Burgess, the editor of the Good to Growth podcast. Is your organization struggling to build awareness? Are you falling short of your fundraising goals or having trouble reaching new donors? If so, you're not alone, but it's probably time to step up your digital marketing. Feather's all-in-one platform has everything you need to get started or get serious about digital marketing. Nonprofits of all shapes and sizes use Feather to grow with targeted digital ads that reach people whenever and wherever they're online. Manage your email marketing, design eye-catching ads, build landing pages, and more, all under one roof, with plenty of educational resources and dedicated support along the way. Use Feather to promote like a pro with powerful campaigns that work. Learn more about their solutions for nonprofits at feather.co. That's feather, F-E-A-T-H-R, dot co. Now let's get back to Katie's conversation with Kim Fuller. Kim, what organizations can you point us to that are doing this successfully and what what makes them stand out? I, I came up with a couple couple of larger organizations because I think that you know it's easier when you when you recognize uh, a group um, to kind of put it things into context. So um, recently we've had the pleasure of um, working on the Jane Goodall Institute of Canada's annual report. And when we were working on that, um, we really saw how deeply embedded the SDGs are in that. Uh, that organization's work. And, you know, um, the Jenga programs are, are developed with an understanding that animals, people, environment are all interconnected. And what they realize is that they can't address challenges in one area without considering the effect in another. And so by approaching their work, using this perspective, they make compassionate choices that that move everything forward to a more sustainable future. And, and the SDGs are deeply rooted in that. And so we're looking at, you know, good health and well-being, uh, gender equality, clean water, sanitation, um, you know, obviously climate action, life on land, etc. And so they've identified, you know, a good six or seven SDGs that they focus on and they contribute to through the work that they do. Um, another one that might be recognizable to some are, is, is the organization CARE. So CARE Canada uh, recently did their strategic planning exercise, and CARE has been working around the globe to change lives, defeat poverty, um, and achieve social justice. Uh, but they have a particular focus on, on women and girls. And so in their recent strategic planning, they were focusing on health and safety and investing in women's livelihood. And um, they've also identified a number of, of SDGs to focus on. And they've built really powerful language around it that really helps them com- communicate 
the work that they're doing and the impact that they're having. Uh, and it's, it's really exciting to donors and other stakeholders. Uh, on the lesser known front, I have two clients that we recently did uh, an SDG exercise with. Uh, one is the Missing Children's Network. And so this is an organization that focuses on helping families who have children who have run away or who have been abducted. And they also have a whole side of the work that they do that help prevention and self-esteem in young children. Um, and what we've noticed is that, you know, they through the work that they've done on the SDGs, all these light bulbs started going off about how they could better express the work that they do and the impact that they have. So, for example, they set a goal for themselves that they wanted parents to be more informed about how to keep children safe. And I said, great. And I said, what are you going to do about that? How are you going to prove it that you're actually helping parents be better informed? So then they thought about how they work. They thought about where they work in schools and workshops with parents. And they said, well, if we can report on a percentage of, of, of families um, having improved skills and knowledge after our interventions or after our programs, that's one way to show that we are helping towards this goal. Um, and so you can really get quite granular with it. And that's that's what we're trying to help our clients do. Um, again, with working with children, um, one of our clients is Geordie Theatre, and they're a local uh, theater company. They put on shows for children and schools. And, um, you know, one of their focuses that we helped them uh, gain clarity on was, was Objective 5.1, and that's to end all forms of discrimination against women and girls everywhere. Well, that's a really big goal. What do you, like, how does a, a small charity that puts on theater shows for children, how do you, how do you even make a dent in that, you know? Um, but as we talk through it and we work through it, you know, they, they are, as an organization, they are advocates for equality and their programming, the shows that they do, their theater school, their hiring practices, the way that they look at pay equity, their inclusion of non-binary crew members and patrons, like all of that speaks to that objective, right? So no matter how big or small your organization is, and no matter how big or small your, your goals are, um, you can tie it back to the SDGs if, if you've got some guidance there. Those are some great examples, and I will make sure that we put links to each of those in the podcast notes so people can go over and check them out and learn learn a little bit more. Kim, as you talk, the thing that keeps running through my mind is just this is a, I, I don't want to say it's a, a selfless pursuit, but we all in our organizations have some degree of selfishness. We, we want to do what is comfortable and what we know, and we only want to work on what we want to work on. And this actually can stretch us yeah. um, and make us more, more unified on a broader scale. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. It is. And it's, it's such a unifying exercise for all of us and, uh, and, and encouraging because so many, especially small charities um, feel very lonely in their quest for, for, for creating a better world. And when you know that you are side by side with countless other, you know, change makers, it, it gives you that extra boost of energy and, and confidence and peace of mind to just say, yeah, I'm not in it alone. And there are people who are trying to do this with me. So I really, I really love that as a unexpected benefit to delving into the SDGs. 
Totally is. I, I read something recently that that's, I mean, that is one of the most common um, feelings shared among nonprofit leaders is loneliness. And I think a lot of that is just the crazy structure of nonprofit. I mean, we report to boards who may or may not be involved at all. And, um, you know, it's hard when you you have a team that you can't really vent to because, you know, that's not good leadership. But anything that helps unify us with our peers and create that support group. And when it's mission oriented like this, I mean, that that has a great universal purpose, a great added benefit beyond the impact. I love that. Definitely. So I want to close out by asking you the question we ask every single podcast guest. Um, and that is for a bit of good news for the sector. So this could be a stat you heard, something you think is coming, a trend you see happening, but just some bit of good news for those who are doing more good. I, I, I would have a lot to pick from, but if I had to pick just one because it's so fresh and still so ongoing, it's the pandemic. You know, like there's there has been, I've seen so many silver linings um, through all of the challenges that we've faced in the last two years, I think that it's been just what the nonprofit sector needed to accelerate change and to, you know, and, and to a certain extent, the SDGs do this too, because we've got, you know, 2030, it's, it's almost here, right? So when you're motivated by a sense of urgency, um, it really activates things in a really interesting way. So I'm seeing the sector um, advocate more for itself. I'm seeing the sector, um, you know, transform digitally, right? We were just so caught in the old way of working and being with paper and stuff. And now there's this, you know, adoption of, of, of new technologies and working remotely and thinking on our feet to transform like in-person activities to virtual ones. And, and I think that the sector is seeing how resilient it can be and how creative it can be. And I think that's yeah. a really a nice, you know, gift that we've received through all of this, you know, this really challenging this mayhem. time. Amen to that because I mean pain leads to growth every single time. Every yeah. single time. And I agree with you on all of that. I mean, I know a lot of organizations have really struggled, but I think they're coming out of this stronger and they've, they have moved ahead. We've had no choice but to move ahead in just about every area. That is a great good news. I love that. Kim, thank you for taking time to join us. Thank you for all of your wisdom on the SDGs and just have, helping us to have a more global perspective. My pleasure. I hope you enjoyed the talk with Kim today. No matter where you are, no matter how small or how large your organization, there is something beautiful about working for something bigger than yourself. And we, I meant what I said in the episode, we do get selfish sometimes. We we want to, we want to stick to what we know. We all people don't want to leave their comfort zone and sometimes that can force us to be a little bit too narrow in how we approach things and to not get the bigger perspective 
I hope the conversation about SDGs was informative and enlightening. I think we'll be talking to Kim again in the future. The subject of cause camp came up at the end of our conversation. And I think a case study on the SDGs and how nonprofits are aligning with them would be fascinating. If you haven't gotten your tickets for this year's cause camp, I want to encourage you to do so. We are getting to the point that it's looking like it's going to sell out. So whether you can join us in Grand Rapids, Michigan, or you're looking to attend virtually, either way, reserve your pass at cause.camp. For additional resources and tools to help your organization move from good to growth, don't forget to visit us at nonprofithub.org. Thanks for listening to another Good to Growth podcast. You can find more great content to take your organization from good to growth at nonprofithub.org.